If you have debt and you're ready to pay it off but don't know where to start, then you've come to the right place. My name is Adam. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Debt Collaborative Podcast, where we discuss a couple's roadmap to paying off debt. Episode 22, we talk about how many times we've moved in our lifetime. Think you beat Ashley? Think again. Stick around to find out. And then we talk about the 10 hidden costs of moving. Welcome everybody on into the Debt Collaborative Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Ashley. We're doing the intro again. Why are we doing the intro again? (laughs) Starting off hot today. Speaking of hot, I hope everyone's enjoying their summer. Yes. It's, it's what is it? How, how hot is it outside? Right now? I can I mean, check. let me guess. I think it's 94 degrees outside. 94 degrees. Let's see. Right now, where we currently live, it says 84 degrees, which oh, I call complete BS because it's hotter. When we get, maybe because the car's hotter. When we get in the, the car, hot. it is hot. Yeah. So I hope everyone's having a great summer. Uh, we're back. We had uh, about a week break. Yes. We got to enjoy our summer too, right? Yeah. Living our best lives. Yeah. We're back <laughs> at it. Back to the grind. Uh, I wanted to start this episode off actually with sharing a quote or an idea that I read from an author named James Clear. Oh, okay. I know him. Uh, I, I highly recommend checking out his website, jamesclear.com. Uh, he writes about habits and other um, things, but he's a great thinker. And I wanted to share this idea because when I read it, I'm subscribed to his his emails. So every week he comes out with a different email and it's value packed with great stuff. I don't know how else to explain it. Well, let's hear it. Are you ready? Yeah. But when I, when I saw this idea that he wrote, it's, it's so well here, I'll just read it. Are you ready? I, I'm ready. Okay. When making plans, think big. When making progress, think small. Wow. Impressive. Did, yeah. That's like... I read that. Wow. I didn't, you didn't, I didn't think make of it. it up. No. But it's... I'll say it again. That's like jam-packed. Jam, right? There's yeah. a lot in there. And it made me think of uh, read it our again. debt journey and paying off debt. Yeah, let's read and it again. And for people that are joining us who are on their journey as well. When making plans, think big. When making progress, think small. So, for example, when we went to pay off our debt, when we we said, okay, this is it, we're done, we're sick of this, we don't want to owe all this money every month for the next 12 years of our lives and continue the debt cycle, we made a big plan. It was a big lofty plan. You know, bigger, I think it... What do they say? Like, uh, like boot, like you can't fill those boots or what? what's the saying where you can't fill it? Those are hard. I can't think of the saying that I'm trying to think of. I Wait. felt like that was like way too big, big for us to even, uh, take on. Like it was so big. We could barely like handle it. Right. Oh, it seemed overwhelming. Yeah. To even try to tackle it. Yeah. But, but the plan that we had was big. Yes. So we thought big. We said, this is going to take a couple of years to get out of. And we, at the end of the goal of paying off our debt, we had a vision of what it would be like. And when we had 
started to make progress, it was down to the choice of the individual meal on a Tuesday for lunch. Did I bring my lunch today to work and not go out to eat? That's that small little tiny progress yeah. that you do. So think big, big plans. It's a big lofty goal. You got 40K, 50K, $100,000, whatever you have in debt. Think big, but then in the, in the micro, in the smallest, understand that you know when making progress, think as small as possible. That's progress. Choosing to bring your lunch to work if it's more cost effective for you and cheaper, you know, cheaper and you're going to save $4, $5, maybe even $10 a right. meal. Yeah. That's huge. But we don't think of it that way usually. No, in the grand scheme of things, it's No, huge. you think, yeah. no, I'm going to lunch on Tuesday. Who cares? Like, you know. Yeah. You spend $12 on lunch, $15 on lunch. Yeah. You know. And I, I kind of want to just say that it's kind of crazy. I think we, we still, like, okay, we finally paid off our debt. We're here. We're living life. And we're done. And we realize a whole lot of different things now that we are done paying off our debt. Like, we imagined it a lot different, right? Um, but we're making still small progress towards towards other goals goal. that we want. Right. right, no, right. So I'm excited Uh I still am in disbelief because like how many years can we say, do you think that we've been trying to actively move towards the ocean? Oh, towards the beach? Yeah. Since we've been together. <laughs> I mean like, well, yeah, oh, oh, like, like seriously trying? Yeah. Like, or, I don't know. Because I mean, like, I got my job near closer it, you, there. You know what? Sorry, I mean to cut you off. Yeah. Probably when I started going to college. I started college in 2008. Mm-hmm. Maybe 2007, 2008. It's probably almost 10 years. Yeah. Right? I don't know how. I mean, I finished school and then you pursued school and we were just in the the, the nitty gritty of, of, of accomplishing that. Yeah, in the trenches, <laughs> yeah. so to say. And now we're out of it. And it still, it feels like, like, whoa. Like, is it going to happen? Uh and, and when it does happen, it almost feels like I got to pinch myself, like, that we're going to move. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's official. Ashley and I are moving to the beach. Woo! It's unreal. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's actually happening. And I've cried about it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just because it, it's silly. But um, it's something that we've wanted for so long and that it's actually happening. And we're doing it the way we said we wanted to do it. Yeah. And actually. but Debt free. Yep. And we're moving to the beach. Yeah. Career-wise, job-wise, we're in positions where we feel comfortable. Um, we're not re- buying a house. No, no, no. We're not buying a house. No, no, no. no. We're, we're in the experiment. We still have a year to go of yes. living debt-free. Yes. It, it's exciting because the reason why I got so emotional when, when it actually happened and we started looking um, and then when we put down the deposit, it felt, it felt so... I mean, I know it was a big deal to pay off our debt. Like that felt great too. But like to actually get to this point in our life that we've been working for so hard, it's like, dang, we did it. Like we did it. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what leads us into today's episode, um, moving and the hidden cost of moving and the things that we might not consider. Um, So that's what we wanted to share today. We started to talk about 
how many times we moved prior to you and I moving in together. Uh-huh. And it <laughs> yeah. was a it was a lopsided uh, conversation. Yeah, definitely. I had a very difficult time uh, remembering the places I moved. Yeah, but we but, we did our best. Yeah. Well, let's. Are you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. All right. So, how many places have you lived? You know, I would like to ask this question on the Facebook group. Yeah, we Just can definitely throw it up there. Yeah. How many times have you moved? Yeah, that's a good. I think that would be a good. I would like to know because I feel like a freak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to go first? I guess. Actually, how many times have you moved prior to living with me? All right. So this is just an estimate because my poor little brain couldn't remember all the places that I've lived. Um, And we're not going to go into great detail of everywhere. So we did a tally. It looks like uh, I've lived about an estimate of 15 different places (laughs) growing up. (laughs) Yeah. You got around. You know, it's it's given me great friend making skills. Right. Oh, yeah. that, That is true. Yeah. yeah, you're really great at making new friends. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you are good at that. <laughs> and what about you? Two. <laughs> <laughs> I moved once when I was, I think, four or five and then stayed in that home for almost 20 years. That is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> According to the American Community Survey, a person moves about 11.7 times in a lifetime. Dang. So I'm above that, average. You're above average. Yes. But that's actually, that sounds like a lot, right? I wouldn't have guessed that. Uh, You know, I never actually thought to even, like, I feel like I don't even have an opinion about that. I've never really thought about it. No, neither have I. Yeah. Um, the, When you turn 18, it says after you turn 18, you move nine times. Yes. And then after you turn 45, you move about two times. Yeah. So I'm like way above that because I'm above the average in a lifetime and above 18 because <laughs> above 18, you're about to go over. How many times did I move after I oh, turned Oh, no, 18? we haven't got to us living together yet. <laughs> Hold on a second. We're going to get there right now. Yeah, let's let's do but that. But before we get to where how many different places we've lived together since we've been living together is that a huge factor of why... I feel that we were so successful in paying off that debt is that we were mindful of where we lived and how much money we were spending to live there. Yes. The like amount of rent one we or paid, two. oh, for sure, yeah. was the the hugest factor in paying off our debt because we were so lucky in so many situations yeah. to be able to save money on that. Yeah, well, and we made big decisions based off that as well. Yep. Are you ready to go over our list as a, <laughs> a couple? Yeah, so... Ash and I have lived quite a few places. Uh, are you ready to go over it? Let's do it. Okay. We rented a room from a family. That was $900. We had our first apartment. It was a one bedroom, one bath. That was $1095. Then we moved into a townhome that was 1,400 square feet, three bedrooms, two and a half bath. We had roommates, right? And that was about $1,400 a month. Then we rented a room, one bedroom, one bath. And that was $600. Then we moved into an apartment, one bedroom, one bath. And that was about $1,500. And that's when our school, school loans, loans kicked, kicked in. in. Then we had the opportunity to move into a two-bedroom duplex. For- that was $750. Then we moved into a three-bedroom, two-bath house. 
<laughs> that was a WAP in 1975. We had a pool table there. Yes, we did. And then we finally moved into the place that we are currently in, which is a one bedroom, one bath. And we started at 1500. We are about to move. Our rent is currently 1710. And we are <gasps> headed to the beach. <laughs> How many places is that? Oh, let's see. One, two, two three, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. See, so look at eight times above when you're 18 years old, you move about 9.1 times. Yeah. I'm already like uh, uh, almost above that. <laughs> wow. Do you remember why we moved so much? I, I think I can, like, when we go, when I look at them, I can kind of recall, like, yeah, I think I can. School is one of them. School for sure. Um, work. Work for sure. Uh, and then money, like finance. Saving money. Which is so funny because I think about it now. When we were in college, that $1,400, we love that townhome. That townhome, by the way, the yeah. it's 1,400 square feet, three bedrooms, two and a half bath, attached garage, a little patio is perfect. Um, at that point in time, that was a lot of money for us. And when we, when our roommate was moving out, we, we were trying not to... Um, Freak out. Freak out and rely on having a roommate. We wanted to be able to afford things on our own. Um, yeah, because definitely at the time we could not afford No. That. I think I was working at a restaurant and so were you. I wasn't oh, working you at a certain working. point. Yeah. You weren't working. So um, finance, right? It was way too much for us. Like now we, pff, please, where's that $1,400 three bedroom yeah, townhouse? right. That's <laughs> now, not there anymore. Um, but that was a lot of money for us back then. And then, um, so, I mean, we went from 1400 to 600 big difference. Yeah. Um, and then I think we moved again for relocation, right? For work. You got your first nursing job. Yeah. We actually got pretty close to the beach once, but then we moved back. Then we moved right back. Yes. Which, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it all worked out perfectly, I think. Uh, another reason that we moved once was to upsize. We thought we wanted a bigger place. And then when we lived there, we realized it was way too much house for just the two of us that after that year, we decided to downsize. And that's how we ended up in a one bedroom because it just makes way more sense. But all those times we moved, we didn't really factor in the cost of moving and we neglected it. And we over the years, we never really tallied up every time we moved how much it cost, but we've learned some things along the way moving so many times, mm -hmm. which is what we're going to share next. So I do this exercise every now and then. Well, I try to do it every day, but I don't. But what I do is I take out a, I have a little notepad and I write a top 10 list and it could be for anything that I'm currently thinking about. Uh, it's a pretty funny list, but um, sometimes it's hard to make because I'm, it's at night and I'm falling asleep <laughs> or it's at, it's at work during lunchtime or something like that where I'm trying to create this list, a uh, top 10 list. But what it forces you to do is um, be creative. It helps you to generate ideas. Yeah, generate ideas. And sometimes the ideas are really horrible. Hmm. But the point is, is just to complete the list because by like number five or six is when you start forcing yourself to really think of, you know, something creative you know, one, two, and three or four are probably all things that most common people usually say, given the topic of whatever you're writing about. 
But I heard of this um, idea from a person. His name is James Altridge. I'm probably going to mess up his last name, and I apologize. Um, but I heard this idea from him, and that he, it's it's something that he does. And I found I, I I really enjoy doing it. But it's I did it for this episode, and I thought of ten things that we've learned over the last couple of years moving so much. And I wanted to share that list. All right, let's hear it. I haven't heard this, so I'm, I'm really excited you haven't to heard hear any it. Of these, yeah. Nope. So the 10 hidden costs with moving. Now, this might not be a list for everybody because maybe you're not going to rent. Maybe you're going to buy. Congratulations. That's exciting. <laughs> it's amazing. Send a picture of your house to us somehow, some way. <laughs> like, check it out. Um, send us the link on Zillow. <laughs> Number one, not in any particular order. Okay. The hidden cost is car insurance. Oh yeah. Car Every time insurance. we move, our car insurance, uh, the amount changes based off where you live. In the city, yeah. yeah. And that, when we, we learned that, like, yeah, I think it took a while for us to to get the get that no well when, when we moved to the current city that we lived in our insurance went up a lot yeah and when i called our insurance company i said why is it going up so much and they said it's because it's where you live it's highly and populated huh it's, it's, it's really super dense here and then after driving here for a week in the city I, I wanted to call them back and say can you please increase our insurance because <laughs> people Cause drive it's crazy. nuts yep. it's crazy around here yeah and Ooh. they were telling me on the phone that it's even more expensive in la los angeles right that makes me wonder what it's going to be because where we're moving mm. is going to be dense as well right it, it could be it could I don't, I don't know we'll see i guess we will but that's something to consider um that we really don't when we move is your car insurance is might that's go like up or down it might go down that i but it think might go of up. yeah yeah i like that one yeah me too I, that's a good one Number two, transportation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that's, I mean, we all, if you know, if you're going to drive longer, you know, your your costs are going to go up. But the wear and tear on your car, if you're driving. Your gas. Um, your gas. Yeah. Toll roads, if you have to pay tolls. I pay toll roads right now. And you're going to, you're going to pay them more than, because I work three nights yeah. and you work five days. So that's going to go up yeah. for you. So our, yeah, I mean, for our move, our cost is going up pretty significant. Actually, yeah. it might even go up like a couple hundred bucks. Maybe. But we know, but we knew that. We yeah, calculated we're it. We factored it, it in. Yeah. yeah. But those times in the past, we haven't really thought about that. Yeah. Cost. And not even to mention that if you're driving in traffic, I mean, it's even hard to put a number on that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right number three a moving van <laughs> oh here's our dilemma <laughs> we, a every, moving van every time we move you always want a van i never want a van no yeah oh, that's true i say no because i'm like oh i know we're gonna not probably do it this time i just to me maybe i should put a poll up on facebook for this to me, a moving van, I know it costs money, but it just makes more sense than making a bunch of little trips here and there. I know we don't have that much stuff, but it would, to me, it would feel better making one big trip. I have no opinion. Ah. <laughs> yeah, you do, because you don't no. have a moving truck. 
No, not really. But I <laughs> but I will agree for this conversation 100%. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Number not in four. A movie man, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Dang, that was good. That's a good cheesy joke. That's good. Nice pun. Number four. Utilities and the deposits for them. Oh yeah. Right. Every time we move, the like transfer fees too. Transfer fees, but sometimes we we have to put on a deposit even for companies that we've already paid for. Like they already have, we already have good credit with them. We've already established a utility with them, paid them for over a year, and then we've come back to them. They still want a deposit, but it's right. like we wait. Hold on. Why why do you have a need a deposit? We have great credit. And we've already had an established account with you, so that we've learned that too. Like it's just the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, that could that could set you back fifty, hundred bucks, maybe even more. I know for us it has. Yeah. Number five. This is a big one. If you have pets and you're renting. Oh, good pet luck deposits. finding a place. <laughs> well, not well. Yeah, that. Yeah, step one: find a place that takes dogs. Yeah. And then step two is what are their pet deposits? So when we've looked for this current place that we have now. Different places, um, apartments and other houses, um, individually single family homes, the range has been huge. Big difference. I mean, the range is huge. And then a lot of places want like your dog's DNA. Yeah. And then you have to pay for that too. Yeah. And then you have to pay like there's, it can add, it just depends. Yeah. So the range that we found in this last move is Anywhere from six hundred dollars to sixteen hundred dollars. Yep. It's it's crazy. Yep. And then and then an additional pet rent as well. Usually. And those range like crazy too. Yeah. A hundred dollars a dog. Or fifty dollars All the way down to ten. So now we're we're gonna be doing ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. The range. Yeah, anyhow. All right. Number six. Security deposits. If renting again. Sorry for you, homeowners. <laughs> Another rent renting. Uh, yes, your security deposits are just. I mean, people can make it whatever they want it to be, especially if you're renting from a house. Yeah, like a personal, I mean, like a personal landlord. Yeah, I mean, we've we've one move in was to we were we were going to rent a single family home. Gosh. Down by the beach, it was like seven grand to move in. I think so. It was a lot. We, I'm so that's happy we did that. That's with the pet deposit. That's Every, with the security first deposit. And yeah. First and last rent. Like, it, it yeah, was it a was lot. a lot. We didn't move. We didn't do it. No, no, no. I'm glad we did. <laughs> Me too. No. Um, number seven. This is if you're renting or you're buying a home. Appliances. Oh. Washer, dryer. Um, so you know. We lucked out with this last place, you know. Of course, it's a part big apartment complex. It has all the utilities that we need: washer, Wash dryer, dryer, fridge, stove, microwave. But this next place, we we don't know yet. We, I think we got to get a fridge. I think we have to get a washer and dryer. I think so too. Yeah. Number eight: time off from work to move. Oh yeah. If you're not able to move when you have your normal days off from when you're working, or if you have a hectic work schedule, you got to take some time off. Yeah, I, I took a day off. I'm getting paid, but I'm I took a t- time off. For yeah, you had your time off. Yeah. Right. Yep. We this last place would, that we were gonna move to, I had to take time off. This place we're moving to now, I I didn't because we're gonna move on the weekend. But you did because you work the weekends. Yes. Yeah, so it's another cost. Number nine, 
it's kind of intangible if unless you're paying people but asking friends and family to help you move <laughs> i don't even want to ask anybody because we've moved how many times nine times <laughs> this is gonna be our ninth time as a yeah. couple yeah and most of the times we have we moved a couple times by ourselves but yeah we've definitely had great friends and family over the year help us oh but yeah for sure as, I mean, that's a that's some kind of cost, right? Oh, well, you know, we want to feed them and give them drinks, alcoholic beverages and <laughs> stuff like that. Or if they, you know, usually if we try to give them money, they probably wouldn't take it, but they'll take it in the form of food. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big help, like huge help. Yeah. I don't mind helping people move because I understand it's a, it's a pain. It's, it's, it could be annoying. It's tough. It's easy. I, I've, you know, over the years, I should, I should have counted that. I've helped a ton of people move. Yeah, you have. Not only because I have a small pickup truck, but I mean, just helping people move. And every time you move, you, you do it in flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, number 10. Number 10. Um, the cleaning cost of the current place that you're in. Oh, the cleaning cost? Yeah, if you have to if you have to clean before you leave the place, if to clean it. Clean it real good. Some places that we've had, we had to get professionally cleaned. Here it was a part of the contract. Yeah. So you got to remember what you're signing up for. If you're signing a lease, mm-hmm. you know, or if you're selling your home and you're setting up, you got to clean it, right? Or stage to sell it. it, yeah. Yeah, that costs money. That last, um, before I moved into this apartment, our last place, we... We clean it so good. It was like my life's mission to get our deposit back. <laughs> and you were like, remember you were like, you're not going to get it. They're not going to give no, that to you. No, this company is like. They were a little scummy. Yeah, like, they were a yeah. scummy company. And we didn't. And So Adam was like, well, if you get the, if you're not going to, but if you get the <laughs> deposit back, you do whatever you want with that money. And I did. You got, you got 100% of that. But. I helped clean that. I mean, I really cleaned that place. Yeah, you did. We both did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's a that was a good list. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at work I rant a lot, and I, and I make the office people that I work with laugh sometimes. At work. Yeah, I rant. <laughs> you rant. You I, rant at home too. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> you make it sound like you only rant once on a blue moon. Oh my love. No, I call it soapboxing. Or <laughs> yes, my, my yes. brother and I call it. Oh, my brother calls it raking coals. Yes. Uh, but I just wanted to rant for a quick second. Go for um, it. Because we're back. We're we're back. Uh, I missed podcasting a little bit over the last week and not doing it and try, trying to get to it, but um, just wanted to comment on reading. And the habit of reading. And I've made it a point this year to read as much as I, I possibly can. And in any form that I, even even if it's audio too. I've been able to listen to a lot of audio mm-hmm. books. And there's something about like when you read a book, somebody puts a tremendous amount of effort in that book. And it's like you get cram-packed full of ideas and a way of doing something or an idea or even a story. I, I guess I've been reading a lot of nonfiction too. Mm-hmm. should probably incorporate more fiction. I hardly read any 
any nonfiction. This isn't a very passionate rant. Usually my rants are pretty crazy. Keep going. I want to know where you're, where you're headed with this one. One thing that reading has helped me do is question my own biases that, I'm, that I have. Almost to the point where I was sick of my own opinions and thoughts. You know, like where I, I didn't like any of them anymore mm-hmm. because I didn't really know how, I didn't really question how they, they might have been formed, you know, over, yeah. the, over the last couple of decades. But there's this quote um, from the James Clare email that I talked about at the beginning of the episode. And he quoted somebody else that he had read. And I apologize if I mispronounce the last name. But um, the person's name is Morgan Housel. And the quote is as follows. Your personal experiences make up maybe 0.0000001% of what's happened in the world, but maybe 80% of how you think the world works, we're all biased to our own personal history. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, right? Whoa. I think I think about that, like, pretty, uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> that's a lot of zeros. No, there really <laughs> is that many said, zeros. Huh? Wow. Yeah, so try to think about that food for thought food for thought you know everyone can tell you um you can have your ideas about the way things are but i guess i i guess i kind of interpretate that in this in 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 the context of this podcast is like um you really have to make up your mind on what you want and and how you want to approach your debt Mm. you know yeah and i know and i know for you and i uh, i know we're so passionate about not living in debt and paying interest on French fries <laughs> that I think that's like my one core personal philosophy that I think we've grown to have and I hold very dearly is to not pay interest on French fries. That we both and hold. Yeah. That we both hold. So um, we might not know much, but and we might not be experts. And I certainly don't think we claim to be experts at all. But, but we know what we want Yeah, and in, we don't, in our and, own experience, <laughs> in our own lives. Yeah, and we don't pay interest on French fries. (laughs) So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Debt Collaborative Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to like, share, subscribe, and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. And if you would like to join the conversation, you can follow us at our Facebook group page at the Debt Collaborative. And we would like to give a huge thank you to iAbove for his original intro music. You can check him out on Spotify at iAbove or on Instagram at iAbove Original. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.